Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 24th of November 2021. The time is 20.03, and it is Wednesday. Now, today we are once again visiting the book, uh, the book of dreams, and how dreams can tell us something about our subconscious mind, and how we can use these dreams to potentially figure out some problems or difficulties that we may encounter in our life. So I, of course, start with a bit of a brainstorming. And of course, I'm not going to, uh, hopefully not (laughs) going to uh, talk about uh, the current events or the news of the world. Because I do not really see any purpose in it, other than, of course, me talking about it would eventually also mean that I'm thinking about it. And I do not want to think about it. Why? Well, because, as I've been explaining many times uh, before, we human beings, we tend to focus uh, on information coming from the date object that we have made our friends, the screen or the uh, cell phone, and we have basically replaced it with our own intuition and our own being getting in contact with ourselves. Because I've been explaining many times before that when we meditate, we get in contact with ourselves because there's really nothing else that can bother us or get in the way or affect us in any way. That's why I believe that meditation is very, very important. It's also very important to get out into Mother Nature and just relax and feel as one with what you are experiencing. Meaning that there's no reason (coughs) for you to uh, basically wonder or bother about what is happening in the world because you and I cannot really do anything about it. It is basically decided elsewhere what we can discuss and what we can talk about. So why allow other people to decide what we can occupy our mind with? There's not nothing really that is more liberating for a human than coming to the coming to this conclusion because then you can reach your full potential as a human your mind can be free it is no longer in this jail-like state because you do not allow other people to basically tell you what to think and how to think about it Uh, they do not really have your best interest at heart It might sound like this, but really they do not, because they are simply just also following the same script as every other person on the planet does. We are moving in a wrong direction as humans, but it's very difficult for me to explain this, because if you are moving in a direction that you think is right, and I come along and say it's in the wrong direction, well, of course, you're going to call me all sorts of names, of course. So it is only up to myself to take my own life back to myself. I cannot do it for you. I cannot 
basically get you to take your life back to yourself. You have to experience it yourself. You have to experience it when you say no to garbage from the garbage can, when you say no to uh, what is in the garbage can that can make us sad and miserable. Because when we do this, uh, when we step away from it, um, our mind can all of a sudden relax. There's no tension anymore. And when there's no tension in our mind, we can free our mind. And this freeing of our mind can only occur when we look at what we occupy our mind with very carefully. We are very selective about what we put through our eyes and ears uh, so that we can basically um, only take in what is good and decent and wholesome for us as humans. So you can say that love and kindness and uh, being there for others, talking to each other in a loving and caring and kind way, uh, talking about what makes uh, us positive as humans, that is something that I will highly suggest that we focus on, that we strive for. That should be basically 100% of our life uh, because it is only then we realize how bad really the garbage can is, how bad these people have affected us through our lifetime. Basically, that is when we discover uh, that we have basically all our life maybe living in a sort of like a, a dream state or a state of uh, negative human emotions. And living in these negative human emotions have hindered us, or hindered us into reaching our full potential. So that is why I, as simply a human, come to you and say, it is very important that you become extremely selective of what you put through your eyes and ears, because this is the most important advice that I can give you if you want to have love and kindness and love in your life, if you want to think positively about yourself and others, you basically have to say no to all the negative things that you can occupy your mind with. And it can be quite a journey. It can be quite a mouthful because we human beings, we have tended to say yes to things that are not beneficial for us. On the contrary, maybe even not um, uplifting for us. It has been something that we have occupied my, my, our mind with that is basically made us humans that uh, felt neglected, that felt that we as humans did not fit in, that there was something wrong with us or something wrong with others. That is why it is very important to say no to the garbage can. And of course, when I talk about the garbage can, I can only define my own garbage can, and you can define yours. It's up to you, of course. My garbage can persists of, persists of uh, violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. 
There are social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that is only there to make you fight and crawl within yourself and with others. And of course, uh, Instagram, that is only made uh, there for people to feel that they cannot really live up to the image that uh, Instagram provides us with. And of course, also the mainstream media that constantly tells you lies about what you need to fear and tells you the solutions to your fears. This is part of the garbage can. And of course, uh, I will highly suggest that you, as I have, keep a distance uh, from all this crap because it has basically made us feel sad and miserable. I'm not saying that it is a wonder cure that I'm coming with, but I'm saying that at least now you can start working with your inner strength and inner core. Now you can, when you meditate, really come in contact with your inner thoughts. What are your inner thoughts talking to you about? Is it a pleasant inner voice or is it a voice that is constantly bothering you and telling you bad things about yourself and others? Well, then now you can actually do something about it because through the, this meditation process, you can actually lower the volume of this voice because now you are not feeding it anymore. You have said no to the garbage can. You have said no to feeding uh, it. Of course, then it cannot really bother you anymore. I'm not saying it's not going to be there. It's always going to be there. But now you can focus on an inner voice that is more pleasant and uplifting for you. An inner voice that tells you that you are a loving and caring and kind person that deserves your own loving kindness and a loving kindness from others. That you as a human being can actually reach an even higher level of awareness once you come to grips with the fact that you are a creating a substance of uh, God, that you are in fact a person that God wants uh, you to show love and kindness to yourself and others. That is why we were created, basically. But because we have allowed our mind to be taken over by the spirit of the world, you could say, then we as human beings, we have, <laughs> we have a tendency to go in a direction that every other person goes. So if you, for example, speak out out against uh, what the world wants you to do and say no to it, you feel a sense of, you almost feel like you're rejecting yourself. But that is because you are actually taking your life back to yourself. You are actually stepping out of the matrix. And of course, we have been living in the matrix for so many years. So of course, it's going to make us feel uncomfortable. It's going to make us feel inside of like nervousness or anxiety because we are not used to going against the herd. 
saying no to garbage from the garbage can. So this process can, of course, and is going to be an ongoing process. It can be a bit difficult <laughs> because it's, um, it's a journey that I cannot take for you and you cannot take this journey for me. It is what I have to say to myself uh, that actually gives me the strength enough to say no to um, this path that we human beings uh, or many of us, uh, many of humans are, are going uh, to. And this is not a good uh, place to be. You could say that history is repeating ourse in ourselves. We as humans are repeating ourselves because we do not really know history. We do not really know how uh, governments up into time has constantly made the civil population of their country uh, feel scared about something or someone, and they have made, uh, through their propaganda system, hate that particular uh, person or group in such a way that eventually they were uh, concentration camps and bad things or very bad things happened to people when they hate each other. So in order for us to not go down that path, at least not even for a second or a millimeter, we have to say no to it right here, right now. We have to look at it at, as a very dangerous road to be on. Even just simply glazing at it or looking at it in a direction, of course, me just simply talking about it and, and warning about it can actually also make me look at it simply just for a couple of seconds, and then I can also be affected by it. So I know the dangers that lies with simply just occupying my mind with garbage from the garbage can because... Um, then I can, you could say my, my stable uh, inner core of a, being a human can be shaken up because now I have to resist anything that uh, might come from the garbage can. And of course, this makes me sad and angry and maybe even a bit lonely because I do not feel that there are any other people in the world like me. But of course I know there is. But still, when you have spent your entire lifetime looking at the garbage can, being consumed by the garbage can, being consumed by, you could say, other people's bad behaviors and negative mindset, then stepping out of it you are basically stepping out of your comfort zone. I am stepping out of my comfort zone. And of course, uh, here in Denmark, as I've been explaining earlier with uh, the camps, the internment camps they, they have pla planned, and it is in place during a pandemic, of course, that can bother me quite a bit, that me being taken away by the military is not so pleasant to think about, really. And that's why also a lot of people in this country feel anxious about uh, this government. But there is also a lot of people who thinks very dearly about this government because the government has basically scared these people into obedience. 
So we have to take into consideration that um, that this um, that this mindset uh, that this mindset that people are under it is a very easy mindset to be under. It's like a magnet that I've explained many times before. We are drawn to it. We cannot really or we have very difficulty stepping away from it. Because when we step out into the world, what are people really talking about? Yes, the five topics that is being planted in the mainstream media. You could say the Me Too movement, uh, the race or critical race theory. Um, you can also say uh, talk about uh, climate change, and you can talk about uh, this disease and uh, vaccines. Or well, it's not really a vaccine because it's it's an experiment, really, because they have not really been tested. They are being tested right now, and a lot of people are <laughs> dying from uh, heart disease. But we we cannot really talk about this because otherwise my video is going to be flagged. So, so you see that there are something that I have been talking about for many many years that now has come into fruition. Now it is basically our reality. And it is only because of people's acquiescence. It's only because people are like a magnet drawn to it. Basically, you could say they are drawn to uh, these humans that are constantly lying uh, to us and basically telling us what to believe and what to think. And of course, when I say it's a lie, I cannot prove it is a lie. But people who have this mindset of believing the government and what comes out from the government through their propaganda machine, they tend to be very angry. And this is a tell sign uh, of people getting out of their comfort zone. When you question what they believe, they get very upset. When people question my belief, it does not really bother me. Why? Because I am convinced that what I believe in uh, is the truth. And what I mean is, my truth is that currently there are a handful of people who are ruling this planet and they are using their platforms, Google and uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, to basically shut down their opposition and basically get people to think in, a, in one direction. And I know from history, when people are thinking in one direction, when there only can be one opinion in a country, well, then that is a telltale sign of a dictatorship. And people are not aware of this because they still trust and believe that their government is there for their benefits. They are there for, for them to be saved. 
But that is because people do not really care or think very carefully about their own history or history books. Uh, the many, many kingdoms that has gone and uh, or has been and gone tomorrow, that many of these governments uh, up through history around the world has always uh, been uh, at the very end an oppressing uh, government. And you could say, why is this? Shouldn't people learn from their mistakes? Yes, it would be true if it it was if it were only uh, the government that was collapsing, and of course, not the secret societies behind this government, because <laughs> if it is true that the secret societies are basically every time perfecting uh, what they build up, and they build up uh, the state, um, the mass media, their control system, well, and they have the same agenda every time, order out of chaos, well then, of course, it's going to <laughs> occur to me that there is a pattern going on here. That every time uh, one government collapses and another one gets in place, and this one also collapses and another one gets in place, you could say that it is basically the same thing that is happening. Uh, people have a certain period of time where there are peace in this country. Then they are uplifted, then they believe in their government because they are providing the benefits for them, and all of a sudden it there, 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 there happens a change in this government. All of a sudden, now you should hate this group of people in your society. And basically because you have learned to trust the government, now you hate this group of people. Uh, before this uh, lockdown, it was uh, we should hate Muslims because they are the terrorists. And this propaganda went on for many, many years, many, many thousands of hours in every radio station and television around the world. So this was part of a propaganda. Now, today, it is the unvaccinated that is going to be the target of hatred in society. But it is basically the same script that they are using. And of course, if you do not think about this very carefully, you are not going to see it at all. You are simply just going to walk away from what I am telling you, and you are not really going to take this to heart. That's why I highly suggest that you get into a meditative state that you say no to the garbage from the garbage can and simply just start meditating. Because when you meditate, you get into contact with your core inner being, which is love and kindness. And now you have an opportunity actually to show love and kindness to yourself because you ha did not have this clutter <laughs> wasting your time uh, occupying your mind, so to speak. And when you have a clear mind, then you can start to really get into depth about who you want to be as a human.
now I want to be a loving and caring and kind human, so that is why I have to concentrate on what makes me a loving and caring and kind person. I cannot simply just think about it. I also have to take into consideration how can I live like a loving and caring and kind person. And this is the hard part, of course. It's not the easy path that I have been taking because I know that I can also be upset when people are questioning my beliefs. And because I know deep down inside that it is the truth uh, for me, of course, then I, it should not really bother me. But of course, it's going to bother me because um, I get upset when uh, people do not have the same opinion than I have. And that's, of course, very understandable. That's why it's much more easy for people to take the same opinion than any other person in the society. Because going against the grain can make us feel nervous and also sad and lonely inside. But we are not lonely and sad. We might think we are, but when we go against the grain, we are actually proving to Uh, one in particular in the universe that uh, basically is the source of love and kindness. Now, who am I talking about? Of course, I'm talking about uh, Jehovah God, the Almighty One. You might say, well, then you are joining Jehovah's Witnesses. No, I am not, uh, because that organization is also long gone and lost. Uh, um, <laughs> you could say they are basically also playing the same tune from the garbage from the garbage can. So what I mean by that is when I know Jehovah God exists, well then you can also pray to him. I can also get in contact with him. And of course you could say, well, Can I prove to to you that Jehovah God exists? Yes, it's very easy for me. We human beings, all 7.8 billion of us, we come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, But you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle. That's our father and mother. But you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle. That's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, I see that as pretty intelligent made. Therefore, I know that there is an intelligent creator behind it all. I know his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One. I know that you can pray to him, and when you pray to him, you close your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, so you recognize that Jesus was in fact the one that came onto earth to relieve us from, you could say, the ransom. And through his resurrection, we as human beings, we also get a part of this resurrection. So when we die, we all get a resurrection. But the problem is, where do we get this resurrection? Of course, when we die, it's like going to sleep. We should not really be bothered about that. But where we get this resurrection, I believe 
has a great deal to do with who we are as human beings, and especially who we were as humans right before we died. Were we a good, decent human being that thought very carefully about uh, being there for others, showing love and kindness for others, getting rid of anything bad from the garbage from the garbage can? Because then I believe that you're going to be surrounded by people like-minded, the person that you were before you died. So that is why it's very important that we as humans tend to say no to garbage from the garbage can and say yes to molding our mind in a more positive direction, thinking very carefully about what we can do to improve our quality of life, especially uh, our mental state. So that means that when you analyze what you put through your eyes and ears and you say, well, this is not very decent and wholesome for me, it's basically the opposite, then you have an opportunity now to say no to it, to stop occupying your mind with it. And taking your power back to yourself is basically you are taking your life back to yourself. Now you can start living your life the way you want it to be lived. Now you can occupy your mind with what you want to occupy your mind with. And I believe we human beings, we have a great potential to really show a willpower. And this willpower we can use to focus on what makes us positive human beings. So, without further ado, I'm going to read out loud from the Book of Dreams. And this Book of Dreams, as the title might incline, is books that occupy um, around the dreams that people might have and the interpretation of the dream. What might these dreams mean? How can you use this dream of yours in your own life? How can you interpret your own dreams so that it basically is like getting in contact with your subconscious mind? Basically, what is your subconscious mind telling you that you need to focus on, that you need to do in your life in order for you to improve the qualities of your life and the loved ones that you surround you with? So, without further ado, let's just... Do like this and read it out loud. Now we have come to rings. Negative potential. Rings represent a promise. When you notice something wrong with the ring, this suggests a flaw you have detected in a promise related to the ring. A missing stone, a flawed setting, or something that doesn't fit your taste are common ring defects in dreams. The problem with the ring hints that you sense a problem in the relationship. A positive potential. As circles, rings represents the fulfillment of a promise. Within the warmth of a love relationship, we can often complete a goal or retrieve part of our potential that had seemed lost or forgotten. 
when the ring is pleasing to you, even though it may be modest or unusual, you may have found something beautiful and right for you. You may be involved in keeping a promise to yourself and to the one you love. Now we have come to wedding dress, a negative potential. The wedding dress is an expression of your role in the relationship. If the dress is tattered, horribly flawed or gruesomely colored, there's something going on that is a mismatch with your hopes for the future. Positive potential. When the dress is pleasing to you, this suggests that you are feeling comfortable in your role in the relationship and at ease with your future. The dress might not be for everyone, but why would you want a cookie-cutter relationship? What matters is what makes you happy, and a delightful wedding dress is a symbol of satisfaction with where you are and where you are going. Bed. Negative potential. The bed is the scene of intimacy in many dreams, and it is also... And it, is, and it also is associated with sleep, rest and privacy. If your bed is in a setting that does not afford privacy, this suggests you may need more space for yourself and more privacy. If your bed is in a strange setting, or if you are sleeping at an odd time in the dream, then the implication may be that you are asleep in the metaphorical sense, it may be time to wake up and look with clear eyes at the situation and at how you really feel. A po positive potential. The bed can be a place of euphoric sensuality and intimacy. If your dream is positive and joyful and the bed is an appropriate fixture, the bed is likely underscoring the shared happiness of mutual chemistry and closeness. A kitchen. Uh, negative potential. The kitchen in the home re represents the sense of family you carry with you. When you are in a kitchen that is bearing, bizarre or unsettling, this implies that you are involved in a situation that should feel good but is in some way disturbing. One woman dreamed that her boyfriend would not come with her into the kitchen. He stood in the doorway as if there were an invisible barrier preventing him from coming inside. She felt that in their relationship she always had to go into his world for them to be together and that he had little ability to join her in her interests or hopes for the future. A positive potential. A happy kitchen in your dream is a hopeful sign of the potential for family-like closeness and blossoming intimacy. Because we cook in the kitchen, it is also associated with the fruitfulness of relationships and the way that good chemistry and closeness can make all facets of life richer and more rewarding. Basements. Negative potential. Basements are associated with feelings that are below the surface of conscious awareness and that are not readily apparent. If you, if you dream of something unwholesome or scary in the basement and you believe the dream is associated with your relationship, then you may be starting to register something subtle, something subtle that has been bothering you. A 
positive potential. Sometimes basements are settings where we discover a possibility, such as a perfectly good furnace or a heater where a lovely cozing fire burns. If you make a wonderful discovery in a basement, the implication is that you and your partner are growing closer and you have discovered something welcoming and promising in the depth of that closeness. Attic. Negative potential. Attics often symbolizes the haunted places in your heart where we have stored old pain and fear. Many women dream of frightening addicts filled with spiders and creepy things. When addicts are associated with relationships, the implication is that you are struggling with feelings that are throwing you back into scary places from the past. This imagery is not necessarily an indictment indicament of the relationship. But it may be time for you to explore what kind of ghosts are haunting you by considering them in the light of day. Positive potential. An addict is generally at a high point in the home. For this reason, it may be associated with stored wisdom or potential, the power of secrets honored or promises kept. If the addict is a sacred space to you, then you may be in a process of integrating old and new, discovering old treasures stored in the addict or clearing it for a new use are themes that bode well for the way you are approaching your current situation. Windows. Negative potential. Windows represents a point of view. When windows have a flaw that make it hard to see clearly, such as when they are cracked, dirty, stained or damaged, this suggests seeing things from a warped point of view. One woman dreamed that she was looking outside from her parents' window, which was dirty and so old that she could hardly see what was outside. She had been evaluating her relationship from their perspective and the dream implied that she should consider a more updated and personal point of view. Positive potential. Often the windows in your dreams permits us to see a great distance, to see with an astonishing clarity or to witness something of unique beauty. One woman who had gone through a painful breakup dreamed that she got up early and watched the dawn through her bedroom window. The sky was illuminated with spectacular colors and light, and the horizon grew clearer and brighter as the sun rose. She knew when she awoke that she was experiencing a beginning, a new day in her life. Although she still had some grief about the past, the dream helped her to embrace the new chapter of her life that was on the horizon. <coughs> doorways. Negative potential. Doorways symbolize possibilities. If you, if you dream that you let an intruder through the door of your home, it is likely that in some sense you are feeling invaded, in, invaded or even exploited. One woman was trying hard to please her new lover, who seems to be rather demanding. Yet, because she had not been in a relationship for quite a while, she was jumping through hoops to try to please him. She dreamed that she answered the door and that her new roommate, a foreign exchange student, was there. The student was a small, under 
nearest girl, who was from some foreign land where she had been kept as a slave girl. The girl was so downrotten that she could not make eye contact or speak for herself. This scene helped the dreamer recognize that she had gotten carried away trying to please her boyfriend and that she needed to keep track of her own well-being and make it a higher priority. Positive Potential If you move through a doorway in a dream, you are likely accepting a new chapter in your life. When doorways hold promises, there is often a pleasing change in the way you feel when you cross through them, and there may even be a pleasant change in the lighting or the atmosphere of the place in which you emerged. Water Negative Potential Water may be associated with emotions, particularly in dreams associated with romance. When the water is temperatures, the implication is of kerning or deep feelings. If water appears because of a leak or flooding and has a dirty quality, then it may be associated with a sense of emotional flooding or of dealing with complex emotional issues that make everything more complex. The more toxic or foul the water, the more likelihood there is that you are dealing with a combination of negatives that make your ability to process and sort through things more difficult. Positive Potential Water is healing, nourishing and restorative when it appears as clear and beautiful. A peaceful body of water suggests a healthy and restorative situation that soothes you. Even a rapid river that demands your attention can be a good sign as long as the tone of the dream is positive and enjoyable. Forests. Negative potential. If a forest is baffling and you feel lost in your dream, it suggests you are having trouble navigating some problems. It is easy to lose your bearing when you lose track of the landmark you usually rely on. Typically, at the height of your challenges, we dream of getting lost in the woods. We tend to emerge from the forest when we feel at least at last that we are metaphorically out of the woods. We tend to dream of dark woods when dealing with something on an individual level, so it may be that something in your relationship is triggering a challenge for you. Positive Potential The forest is a place of transformation in a symbolic sense. If you find a guide in the forest or are able to find your way out or to place or to a place of safety, then this suggests that you are dealing effectively and courageously with difficulties you have faced. You may have gone through a rough period and emerged strengthened by it. Now we come to Oceanfront. Yes, but we also have to take into consideration that the podcast is running out of time. So you see that we can dream of various themes in our dreams and we also have to take into consideration if we feel the dream is negative or if the dream is positive. That is very important because it tells us something about our intuition, our subconscious mind. 
because it might be telling us something that could potentially <clears throat> give us joy and happiness in our life if we uh, if we are not ignoring it if we are basically taking the advice that our intuition tells us through the dreams because <clears throat> then we can as humans uh, we can start to work our way through uh, the dangers that we might face. I was saying that it's going to be literally dangerous, but emotionally we can put ourselves in dangers that we might be able to avo avoid if we take uh, our dreams seriously. I'm not saying that um, it is always our dreams that are telling us something because we can also have um, some medications uh, in our system that can affect our mood and especially can affect our dreams. So our dreams can become a bit out of whack, so to speak. And then it, it can be more difficult to get in contact with your subconscious mind. We can also experience some emotionally instability in our life. Perhaps some of our loved ones has, have died. So, of course, that leaves us a bit shaken up. And, of course, our dreams can reflect this, of course. We might have nightmares. We might have some dreams that are disturbing. But it is simply our subconscious mind being a little bit out of whack, so to speak. Of course, I'm not talking about uh, traumas, uh, things that you might search for professional help to deal with. It could also be post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, uh, shell shock, <laughs> you could say, people who have mm, survived extreme terror and, tra and trauma, Uh, basically, they have been in situations where the trauma has occurred uh, before their eyes, maybe at wartime in particular, of course. So these traumas can also basically push our subconscious mind into a flight or fight stage, of course. So I'm not going to be talking about this because this should be uh, part of your um, if you are seeking counseling it should be your therapist or counselor that should guide you through this uh, if you have uh, some disturbing dreams of course this is basically when you are living your everyday life and you have a you know, relationship, these um, dreams that I've been talking about and reading out loud from this dream book, then it can be that you can use it in your life. So you have to also take into consideration that we human beings are, of course, different. We have lived different lives and we have experienced different things, of course. So this can also reflect uh, our dreams and, of course, can also reflect, uh, reflect how we should interpret our dreams. And, of course, especially the emotions attached to the dream. So 
In closing, I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I hope there was at least something of my babbling on that you could use in your life. Of course, I also hope that you will start analyzing your dreams, especially if you take my advice that you are simply saying no to garbage from the garbage can and start, and, and when you start to fill up your mind with beautiful human beings' thoughts and opinions. You could read books like this, uh, also books maybe, for example, the Dalai Lama has written a lot of books or have been um, have been guided authors to write books about him. And when you emerge yourself in people who genuinely want other people to feel love and kindness deep down inside themselves, well, then you can be affected in a positive way. It is up to you, of course. I cannot decide what you want to occupy your mind with, but I can tell you that if you say no to the garbage can for the garbage and say yes to only occupying your mind with what is uplifting and wholesome and decent, then I will suggest that it is more probable than not that you are going to experience more love and kindness in your life, more happiness and joy in your life, and you are going to attract more positivity, especially positive human beings in your life when you emerge yourself in this positive state of mind. So I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is uh, Kenneth Anderson signing off. It is the 24th of uh, November 2021. The time is 2052 and it is Wednesday. Bye.